Black people need to unlearn to learn. Imagine some people talk about having a cardiologist like it's a badge of honor, but afraid to see or say they see a psychiatrist. In My Head with Jay Blessed is a transparent look into the life and mind of a Caribbean woman having human experiences. Get into my mind as I share my most vulnerable thoughts and honest experiences. I'll take you on a roller coaster of emotions as you get to know someone who might share similar experiences with you. Some might make you speechless, you'll definitely laugh. Others might make you angry and some might even make you cry. But my very real, very raw, very relatable weekly podcast will always keep you coming back for more. Join me as I talk to myself, talk to you, and even talk to some special friends in my head. (laughs) In my head is an introspective look from a voyeuristic point of view. For a list of all my social channels and how you can connect with me, please view this episode's summary. To join in on the conversation, use the hashtag headwithjb. That's H-E-A-D. W-I-T-H-J-B. And follow me on Instagram at RealJBlessed and Twitter at JBlessed. Let's get in on the conversation together. Don't forget to log on to my official website, JBlessed.com. A human experience from a Caribbean perspective. Episode 49, Things I've Learned During Lockdown. In my head. Hey fam. (laughs) Episode 49, what an accomplishment. I am so very proud of myself. Yo, just a year ago, I was like, oh, I gotta like do a podcast. And a year and um, two months later, like 14 months later, here I am just vibing with a very robust audience, a very engaged audience. And I am so very proud of the work that we have done in making In My Head with Jay Blessed a very, very amazing success. I could not have done this without you, and therefore, you deserve all of the praise, all of the applause. Thank you so much, fam. Thank you so much, Jaybirds. Thank you so much to each and every person who subscribe, download, religiously listen to each and every episode. And shout out to the newbies, but you know, my heart goes out and my love goes out. To everyone who's been riding with me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so very much. Um, yo. Um, <laughs> so I've been like trying to figure out what I was really going to say on episode 49. So as a creative and matter of fact, shout out to um, Cutie Ross of Eat a Food and Chew That. Who came on last episode, episode 48, to talk about caribbean content creation uh that was an amazing and well-received episode that really did well not just here in the u.s but regionally you know like he's talking 
while in the islands about issues that people in the Caribbean are facing, especially that whole brain drain uh, issue where a lot of our brightest minds are battling with whether they should stay in their Caribbean islands or take their talents and immigrate, you know, and, you know, explore their options and expand their horizons and make more money, right? Um, So thank you so much, Quincy, for being an amazing guest on episode 48. Man, um, I am so grateful for the lessons that I've learned while executing this podcast. I am so immensely grateful for every listener who is a bona fide jaybird, someone who recently started listening and then binged listen. But this has really been a work of love. And so if you're not following me on social media, I implore you to do so. It's J-A-Y-B-L-E-S-S-E-D on Twitter. And I'm extremely active on Instagram at RealJBlessed, R-E-A-L-J-A-Y-B-L-E-S-S-E-D. And the conversations there are daily and maybe even hourly. And we are really engaged in the, the types of things we talk about really are things you're not hearing other people talk about. I am a change agent. I am a disruptor. I am a generational curse breaker. I am a rug raiser. <laughs> you might be like, what the hell is a rug raiser? Um, that's one of the things that happened during COVID lockdown, and I'll talk more about that. But I'm here to, I'm here to, to challenge what you think is normal. I'm here to shift the paradigm. I'm here to um, cause you to engage in critical thinking and deeper analysis. I am here to challenge you to introspectively look at yourself and through microscopic lens, look at your family whether it be immediate or your general family. Look at your family history. Look at your family health history, your family mental health history, your family history of abuse and addiction, and the things that our family members have for generations swept under the rug. That's why I refer to myself just now as a rug raiser. Um... Hashtag raise the rug. I created that hashtag recently. And that's one of the blessings that came out of lockdown because as a creative, I've been blessed with amazing ideas. Some of them are still brewing. Others have been activated. And some of them are just sitting, waiting for the right time, right? And so... Be patient with yourself. You know, it's really easy. And that's why I took a break recently from uh, social. And I may be periodically doing that. You know, it's good to do that. It's like taking a purge, right? You take a purge with your physical body. You go on a juice cleanse ever so often just to, you know, 
clear your body of toxins. Well, the same thing with social media, the way how it's been so ingrained in our societal makeup of what is normal. The first thing you do in the morning is check your phone. You know, like, and I'm telling you this because I'm guilty of it, you know? So going on social media fast ever so often is a healthy, healthy thing to do, you know? So I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I just want to shout out, um, you know, sometimes I comment, I read a, a review or two and, um, Shout out to Natasha Bree, who on July 19th wrote an amazing review on Apple Podcasts. And if you haven't written a review yet on Apple Podcasts and you have an iOS system, I encourage you to. I'm sending love to everyone who listens on Spotify, on TuneIn, on Stitcher. Yo, shout out to my girl. Who was it? Who was it that was showing me? That they were listening to In My Head on their TV through TuneIn. Oh my God, I can't remember right now off the top of my head. But I'm sending you love because you know who you are. You know, that makes me feel good when you guys are like screenshooting or sending me videos. Or, you know, sending me like screenshots of conversations between you and your friends over an episode. That is amazing. That is absolutely amazing. That makes me feel so good because I know this work is being received in a very good way. So thank you for that. And it pours back into my spirit. So thank you. Thank you so very much for every person who listens on SoundCloud, everyone who listens on jbless.com, everyone who listens on whichever platform you may use and subscribes there and leaves a review there. But yes, I do acknowledge oftentimes um, reviews that are left on Apple Podcast and those who sent me private messages that allow me to speak about it. So shout out to Natasha who wrote this review titled The Power of Social Media. And she wrote, I don't even know how to start. (laughs) I freaking love you. Thank you for what you do and being so open. You have no idea how much I've been able to connect with your podcast and all of your lives on IG have been therapy, literally therapy. I knew, I never knew I would find someone who would have felt the exact same way about waste of time people (laughs) if you haven't heard the episode make sure you go listen to it she continues i have been saying this for the longest time leave them people alone so many things i connected with i would love to connect more with you i love to talk about things that people try to avoid i have myself encountered issues with being sexually violated and some in the caribbean community made me become quiet about it which I know is not right. I'm still dealing with it and it's eating me to this day. Thank you so much, Natasha, for sharing that and putting it out in a public space and letting it out into the universe and speaking your truth and for following me and for finding some sort of inspiration. Um, Thank you. Thank you for everyone who writes a line, a paragraph, or a whole novel. <laughs> Whether it's a word or, or, or a book of a review that you leave for me, I read everyone, I acknowledge it, and I thank you because it is you planting and depositing something good into me after I 
you know, give of myself. So thank you. And yes, Natasha, we're going to, we're going to connect. Wow. Um, episode 49. I'm about to turn 50 soon, (laughs) y'all. I remember when it was episode one, bitch, we about to hit episode 50. So I just want to let you know, um, As soon as episode 50 drops, I will be taking a break, but I'm not going to leave you high and dry. So please just make sure you're you're still tuning in. But I'm going to be taking a bit of a break and I want to make sure I condition you for that. It's more than likely going to be probably like four to five weeks. And it's necessary that I do that so that I can come back for the next season, you know, stronger, more impactful and... During those weeks, I will be reaching out to you and I would implore you listeners to get involved by episode 50. I will have a link where you can support the In My Head podcast. But what I will advise you to do right now is in this episode summary, there is a link to sign up to my newsletter. Please make sure you've added yourself to the newsletter. All you got to do, add your name, your email. I do not spam people. I'm not sending people emails, you know, every other day. You are lucky if you get one every week, (laughs) truly. But while I'm going to, while I'll be on, you know, a bit of a break, I will be communicating with my, you know, my, my podcast audience through my newsletter. And it's essential that you become uh, a member of the newsletter so you can get that pertinent information as we transition into a new level of In My Head with Jay Bless and the projects that I'm working on that I know that you want to be involved in. And so for everyone who's asking, you know, how can we support, how can we financially support, that information is coming soon. You know, I always joke that you guys can send me cash app. I'm not joking, really. (laughs) I joke, but I'm not joking. (laughs) <laughs> um uh dollar sign real j bless that's my cash app you can sell me you can send me a message you can app a pay me um and all those monies go to the production of this podcast you know um this podcast is obviously way a lot cheaper than therapy for a lot of y'all and you guys have tuned in each and every week and have used it as your own source of therapy so Any amount towards what we're doing in this work and the work we're about to do further will be helpful. Um, So we're making those 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 transitions. It's coming. I heard you. Trust me. Um, But yeah, I just wanted to vibe with you like I have in the past. It's um, just to give you an idea of what I'm doing right now in this moment as you're listening to me. I don't know what day you will be listening, whether it's Wednesday or, you know, another day or, you know, what time of the day you're listening. But right now I am in my home. It's daytime. It's loud as hell. (laughs) But I didn't want to prolong this because I wanted to make sure I had enough time to get this down and edited and just exactly. (laughs) What what that car said. <laughs> Yo, 
I'm truly made for podcasting because I could sit here with a microphone with my eyes closed on my computer and just like talk to my goddamn self. But I know I'm actually talking to you. <laughs> it takes a special kind of crazy to be able to do this, right? <laughs> and and I and I receive that. I really do. Um, so much love to each and every person who've been rocking with me from episode one. We're about to hit episode fifty. Trying to figure out what else I'm going to do. I have so many things I want to do. it, But, you know, we were supposed to have at least four in my head events this year. You know, we were supposed to have a one-year anniversary live podcast event. That did not happen. But I did do a live IG. Um, you can go on my IGTV and you can see what I did, you know, my conversations, which was really good. Shout out to Mardia. She jumped on there. Shout out to Eva. She jumped on there. A few people jumped on just to say happy anniversary. And then we were to do a lot more community outreach, um, mental health outreach. And COVID really has thrown a monkey wrench into everyone's 2020 plans. But nonetheless, we've been using, you know, the power of the virtual spaces in healthy ways to stay connected. And so, you know, these are some of the things that I've learned during COVID and in no particular order, right? Like I wrote on Twitter yesterday, um, just I just tweeted this because it was on my heart and I was in the shower because I don't know about you, but a lot of my best ideas come when I'm in the shower. A lot of my best ideas come when the water is running on my skin, running on my head. And sometimes I will have like um, eucalyptus oil that's just in the bathroom so the steam could just have that percolate in there. And yeah, a lot of my ideas come there. But I, I was just like, you know, thinking about how many times... I have not trusted my gut. And on and you know, you want to beat yourself up, but I had to I had to be tender with myself in that moment and not beat myself up on, you know, if you had done this and if you you know when when you know your spirit tell you about this person or this idea or this collaboration, it should have followed your mind. And so I tweeted this uh yesterday. I've always had the answers. I've just trusted people more than I trusted myself. I will honor myself more by listening to my inner voice when it whispers instead of when it yells. I am the answer. I talk a lot about, um, you know, trusting your inner voice and Whatever you call it, your inner voice, your gut, your instincts, your intuition, you know, your spirit man, your God man, your God self. It is never wrong. (laughs) And I had to be tender and I use that word very intentionally because oftentimes we beat ourselves up. But I had to really like gently just... You know, as the water flowed on my skin, just wash away those harmful, combative thoughts that I would use against myself. Like, what's wrong with you? 
you know, like why I didn't do this and why did you know, and practice, you know, frankly, the way how that version of myself talks to me, is kind of how my mom used to talk to me. I go even like, and so, you know, in doing inner child work and in doing shadow work, I've had to intentionally be kinder and gentler and tender in my approach to my inner self. And so some of the things that I've learned during lockdown ties into that, you know, ties into that inner work, you know. Um, I talked about, you know, having a social media fast just now, and it's essential because someone like me and someone like you, you know, depending on where you're at in life, could just be, you know, scrolling on Instagram, and then you go down this flicking rabbit hole, right? We talk about that a lot, this rabbit hole of, you go on the explore page that leads you to another page that leads you to another page that leads you to 5,000 pages. And five hours later, you saw on Instagram. Um, that might be an exaggeration for some, but it might be a reality for many, right? And so you see things and you start questioning yourself. Am I doing enough? You know, I feel stuck. You know, I should be so much further. You know, if I'd done this, if I'd saved this, if I'd choose this, if I did this, if I went there, if I... You know, it's like, yo... Stop. Stop living in the what ifs, what, you know, stop doing that. Stop living in the past. Stop worrying about what's going to happen next. Start really, really living in the present. Start making intentional decisions right now that will impact your future self and that very well may heal your past self. And so, you know, during lockdown, I've learned that rest is essential. And it's funny that I say rest is essential because there were some weeks that I really could not sleep. <laughs> I really, I would stay up until the sun came up because my mind is just um, very active. I don't know if some of y'all are like this. And for a lot of us, too, because of the change in environment and structure of our schedule, it's throwing everything off kilter, right? Rest is essential. Rest. Getting a good night's rest or laying down and not having to run up the, you know, run up the train station stairs or run to your job because you're running late because the train was late or run to the bus or run down here or go to this event and then go to this next event and this next event because you have to show face. What the fuck is showing your face for? Stay home. <laughs> now you have no choice but to stay home. You're doing all that for other people and do they do that for what are you doing for yourself? You know, another lesson I learned during lockdown is to take time for myself. You know, that that was you know, I, you know, getting off social it may be trivial to other people, but when you're someone like me who has to use that digital space, getting off social was a form of protest for me. Like, me first. <laughs> I'm not here to entertain you at the expense of my own emotional health. Nah. So taking time for myself, taking time to learn a new skill or give myself a pedicure, 
it may sound so trivial. Like yesterday, some of y'all may see that I posted it. My daughter and I bought some white and black canvases recently and oil paints and a ton of art stuff because I'm like, okay, I'm not sure what's happening, but maybe we could turn, you know, the energy around into something creative. And for me personally, I was trying to turn a broken heart into art. And Maya did an amazing sketch first. And I looked at it like, wow, she just sketched, you know, the form of a woman, the silhouette of a woman on canvas and pencil. And when I woke up the next morning, it was painted. And it almost looked like heat waves on her, right? Like, you know, like ultraviolet rays. And I was just dumbfounded, like, wow. And she was able to take time for herself and do something she had never done before by channeling that latent energy into something creative. Instead of being on the phone with her friends, instead of playing on a video game, instead of just like, you know, lounging around, literally do something that in turn made her feel so good that that form of of I don't know it, it was cathartic for her and it was therapeutic for me just to be inspired by wow if she could do that then I could focus and I literally stayed on my computer for about 20 hours no lie in the same position, I thought my ass was going to look like pancakes because I didn't get up. <laughs> They're not pancakes, but I thought it was going to be <laughs> And I was doing some, you know, doing my work. Like I have like some, you know, just doing things online. And um, which brings me to something else I also learned during lockdown, which is being collaborative. You know, I'm working on some projects and, you know, this, you know, monetizing is essential right now in an age where a lot of people are not working their conventional jobs. And so you have to be, another thing I learned, be innovative. And in it being innovative, be collaborative. And so, you know, trying something new or bringing your thoughts and ideas to life with like-minded people and turning that into something that is sustainable not just in terms of longevity but also can sustain your life or lifestyle right you know i also learned that you got to forgive yourself so during covid you know it's fertile ground for healing work you can't use the excuse of i have to work most people or I have to go out. Or I have to go there. You ain't got shit to go. Right? <laughs> like, So in, that, in these you know, past few months and in the season where we have time. We actually have time. You know, I've learned to forgive myself for a lot of things that I, I, I thought I did. But I really didn't forgive myself for. And... 
also learn to forgive others however that might look you know how I forgive one person may not very well be the same way I forgive another another major thing I had to do during you know lockdown is ask for help I've never been shy of like letting my friends know I'm not okay but asking for help in a way where I might need it to just be on the phone with me for a bit. Because maybe in my past life, there was this person who would be there with me on the phone to bounce ideas off or hear me vent or, you know, like, just be there for me or talk to me. Like, I went through a period where I wasn't here and I was lonely. I didn't realize how lonely I was. And it's not that I can't have any man walk up in and out my house. If I was that type of woman, that would definitely have been happening. But I'm not that type of woman. Um, And no shade to anyone who is. I just knew this season was not the season for that. Even though I'm not that type of woman. And so... Lockdown really has caused a lot of people to sit with themselves, hear their thoughts, deal with their shit experience. Solitude that can also feel like loneliness. And for some people, they like being alone. I know a lot of people that like being alone. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like being alone. I do not like being alone. I've had traumatic experiences being alone at the age of seven, eight, nine, by myself in a big house, by myself. I do not like being alone. You know, and I and I could be alone when I can be active. You see, being alone, if Maya was away for like summer vacation like she normally does in other states. And I'm here by myself. I'm by myself. But I can go out with my friends. And I could go to a party. Or I could travel. I could do... You know, it's different. But now, during these past few months, solitude hitting a bit different. Okay? <laughs> and I don't like it. I don't like it. Y'all, I literally had a friend that stayed on the phone with me one night because I said... I just needed to stay with me for a bit. I had a cookie. <laughs> I had a cookie. And um, I blazed a bit. And I didn't want to take a sleeping pill. So I know it's going to put me to sleep, but I'm a bit, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on a heightened level right now. <laughs> and I'm by myself. So can you just stay with me on the phone until I fall asleep? Do you know that friend did that? Not only did they do that, when I opened my eyes, the phone was still on. They were still on the line, but they were like laying at that point in time now. And it we had been on the phone for like four hours while I fell asleep. Yo, shout out to the friends, yo. 
new and old. Shout out to the friends who have your back and that will show up with food and take you to the supermarket and that will, might pay a bill or, you know, just treat you or stay on the phone with you or look out for your kids. Yo, shout out to the friends that do that shit. We need to make sure we preserve those friendships. So thank you because I needed someone in that moment. And my friend did that for me. And I would never forget that. Because I was lonely. <laughs> I've also learned how to just be still. For someone who's overly active and really busy, like a busy bee, and I know how West Indian people is acting, your foot hot away, you can't stay in your house, you have to be here, then everywhere. What? What? Yeah, definitely learn to be still. And um, I'm a plant mom now. I mean, I have one plant, okay? <laughs> Shout out to Evangeline. That's what I named my plant, Evangeline, okay? Um, and I'm trying to get more plants, so I'm accepting plants as gifts because I'm trying to be a plant mommy. And whoever he is in the future, he better like plants because he has to be a plant daddy. And um, and so I've been, you know, there's another living thing in the house other than me and Maya. So when Maya goes away, I could go talk to Evangeline, my plant. Don't judge me. Um, I, I'm the type of woman who grew up with a whole garden and trees and everything in the yard and going in the garden with my grandfather and planting peas and corn and picking zabaka off the tree. We had orange in the tree. We had coconut in, in the yard. We had all kind of mango. You think about mango, there, starch mango, jewelry mango, calabash mango, all kind of thing. You had cashew growing on, on the tree. I grew up on that. So living in a concrete jungle... You know, you don't really get to, you don't plant outside because most of us don't have gardens to do it. So shout out to the communities that have community gardens. But I've been trying to transition into gardening for my mental health. Um, You got to strategize and create and execute. And those are things I've also relearned to do in a different way during COVID, you know? Um, So a lot of the things that I've been doing, just changing that up and switching that around. And part of the reason why I need to take a break at 50, I could keep going, but I think it's essential just to take a really short break. Um, Just to make sure we're doing things in a proper way. We're not just like, Filling, you know, filling spaces for filling spaces sake, but being extremely intentional. Um, I hope I'm making sense. You know, I feel like I had no, I wanted to just flow today because sometimes I have a, a, a very loose version of a script. It depends on if I'm having a guest and who that guest may be. Um, but my type of creative is that I allow spirit to move. And so even if there's an agenda, I might just scrap the entire agenda right before I go live. 
And even if I wrote a few questions based on how spirit moves in a conversation, I may totally not ask the questions that I had originally wanted to ask because the atmosphere has shifted for something deeper and something different. And so there's, it's been a while since I've done, you know, just me and you just vibing. And I want to know what are some of the lessons that you guys have learned during lockdown, you know. Man, I've, you know, to be honest, it hasn't been fun. <laughs> and I'm not just talking from the sense of going out and being festive and socializing. It hasn't been fun healing. It hasn't been fun, you know, seeking closure in certain things and knowing that you would never, never get the closure that you hoped for. So you have to create a new narrative in your mind to achieve optimal healing for yourself, right? And that's not fun. I tell you guys all the time, healing isn't fun. Healing isn't fun. Healing isn't fun, but it is so necessary. It is absolutely so necessary that you heal thyself, right? And and I posted something on Instagram and I want to share with you because I feel like it's necessary that we have these types of conversations openly and freely, unabashedly. And I wrote on Instagram, you know, Black people need to unlearn to learn. I'm doing my part. There's so many things that I've learned as normal and social norms that are actually toxic as fuck. It's unhealthy, you know, and having to unlearn that to learn new behavioral patterns is also not fun, especially when everyone around you thinks you're crazy because you're doing something new that actually is healthier because all they know is a norm that is toxic and they don't want to accept it as not being healthy because well my mother used to do it I used to do it you know we we survive okay but are you thriving and you you survived how how are you surviving I don't want to be around people who do not diligently do things towards self-improvement. I do not want to be around people who 10 years later are in the same space. They are in the same goddamn space doing the same goddamn thing around the same goddamn people. You mean to tell me there have been no instances of major growth in your life like within the last 10 years you ain't go back to school you and change jobs or i mean even if you are at the same job you get a promotion you 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 hanging on a block still you ain't you ain't do nothing to better yourself you know like i mean seriously 
You haven't started that business yet that you said he was going to start 10 years ago. You haven't bought that house yet. And and frankly, there are certain things that might play into you not being able to get a, get a, a house where you wanted to. But you could still buy one if you really want to. If you really want to do something, you will find a way to do it. I am I am I am not okay with hanging with people who find excuses to not do things that they said they would do. <laughs> you said you were gonna do this. You mean ten years later, you still with that woman that you cheating on? Why don't you just go free her and free yourself? You know, I had a conversation with someone I knew recently and prompted him to Tell his wife that he's been in the streets. And after 10 years of marriage, he finally had a conversation with his wife. Y'all men are so fucking heartless, though. And he told the woman that he wanted to be free. He told her that. And, and we, we joked that COVID-19 was going to bring about divorces for many people. Because finally, you're a home stuck with that person day in, day out, 24 hours, and you getting to finally see whether or not you really like that person or not. Or whether this person is really healthy for you or not. Because you don't have the buffer and the distraction of work and places and people and stuff. Now you have to sit there, not by by yourself like me. Now you have to sit there with another person, locking four eyes with you, and you looking at them like, So he told her, he told her he wanted to be free and hear what he tell this woman. I never wanted to be married in the first place. I did it for you. I never wanted to be anyone's husband. And I was like, you don't think you, and I had to stop myself and I just let him continue because you got to listen to when men speak though. We as women, we want to deconstruct what they say and reconstruct it to how we think they should have said what they said. But you got to listen to what they say, when they say it, and how they say it. You could tell a lot about someone by the way they say something and the words they choose when saying what they say. And I asked him after he finished, what did she say? And he said, she started crying and asked, so are you going to leave me now to go be with that woman? And he was like, I don't want to be with any woman. I just want to be free. I want to, you know, have my own place and have a woman, you know, a woman here and a woman there. And he literally, he is telling his Wife! (laughs) He is telling his wife this. Not a woman in the street, you know. He telling he wife. Wife. He gives she his name and bought her a ring and gave her two children. And I'm like, yo. After he said all that he said and he finally owned his truth because I'd encourage him to do so. I had to like give him a drop kick in the chest because all the time before he was staying together for the kids and now you 
leading because you want to be free? You want to be free to party? You want to be free to jump from woman to woman to woman now with no repercussions? It's not like you want it to be free so you can build an empire, you know? The man is saying he wants to be free so he can have two or three jobs. So you know what? He could buy that house because they ain't even own a home. So he can buy that house to put his ex-wife and children in and go do it. Yo. Lockdown has also taught me to observe people on a deeper level. You know, crisis, crisis shows character. Crisis shows character. And I was happy that he finally spoke his truth. And I was hoping that she would finally hear it because he's been telling her his truth and his actions for eons. And I don't have a dog in this fight, but I'm just using this as an example of trusting your gut. You know, you know, you know, you know the answer so why ask them if your spirit has already told you because you know they're going to lie to you. So are you asking them because you want the truth even though you already know the truth? Or are you asking them to hear what they're going to say so that you can convince your gut of trusting their shit? I wrote on Instagram, Black people need to unlearn to learn. Imagine some people talk about having a cardiologist like it's a badge of honor, but afraid to see or say they see a psychiatrist. Fam, what's in your head affects your heart, your natural heart. So fix your head and you will fix your whole entire life. Your head affects your thoughts on life and stress, on the food you eat, on your body image on how you present yourself to people, and how you feel about yourself, your head, your head, your head affects everything. So if you know your head not good, go fix your head. Go see someone walking around being proud to have doctors for treatable health issues. Like, yeah, I'm going to see my cardiologist. Yeah, I'm going to see, you know, my podiatrist. Well, you know, I'm going to see, you know, I have arthritis and, you know, you know, these, you know, my, my diabetes, my blood pressure, you claiming that shit? You, it's almost like you're proud of it, you know, it running my family. What? You okay with talking about having a doctor for treatable issues? Because if you adjusted your lifestyle, a lot of these things would be alleviated, right? But you refuse to deal with the matters in your head and in your spirit. And I'm going to leave you guys with that. I want to know what are some of the lessons that you've learned during lockdown. Use the hashtag HeadWithJB, H-E-A-D-W-I-T-H-J-B. And let me know. Please follow the official Instagram page for In My Head, the podcast. It's at HeadWithJB. Man. I hope I made sense today. (laughs) 
I hope I've given you something to think about. You know, I've been talking a lot about raising the rug, and you can follow that page too. It's fairly new, so be one of the first to follow the page at raise the rug r a i s e t h e r u g where we will we will tackle everything that's been swept under the rug for generations stuff like incest and rape and cheating and outside children and health issues and mental health issues and things that our family don't like to discuss because they don't want you to air the family dirty laundry. Well, hear what? We go and raise the rug, beat the shit out of the rug, put it in the sun, and clean the rug. That's my challenge to you. And we have time. Everybody home, start having these conversations. You want to heal yourself? You want to heal your children? How about that? If not for you, do it for your children. You know, make sure you follow me on Instagram because I share a lot of things there. Like I even shared how I talked to Maya about the time someone I thought loved me put his hands on me, like viciously beat me in the street. I share my life with y'all. It's on my Instagram page and why I chose to do that. Why I chose to do that so that I can empower my daughter to make better decisions than I did. And as shameful as it was to tell her that, it is essential that I do that. I, as her mother, her life guide, that I be as open and honest as possible because I'm responsible for her. And I take that very seriously. I hope you are being very responsible to the children in your care. And if you know you haven't been taking proper care of the children entrusted into your care, I pray you start doing that today. And if you know you can't, you won't, and you refuse to, then please just step aside so someone else can step in and do that good work I love each and every one of y'all yo episode 49 yo (laughs) episode 49 make sure to check out jblast.com a human experience from a Caribbean perspective my site is updating as we go on day to day so make sure you check out the news stories on jbless.com don't forget follow raise the rug follow head with jb on instagram and make sure to follow yours truly real jblessed on instagram and jblessed on twitter i love each and every one of you don't forget to leave me a positive review on apple leave a five star if you know you don't want to write nothing just drop five stars um and yeah episode 50 episode 50 next week love you guys and thank you so much thank you so much for being an avid listener of in my head